Welcome to Words of Light with Jim, sponsored by All My Relations in Indianapolis, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Anybody got a question? I had something that happened yesterday. My grandfather passed away yesterday. Okay. It's funny, I, I, I see him, he's standing up over there, Matthew. Was he a strong person when he was younger? Would you call him a strong person? He was in, well, he was in the Navy. And yeah, because he's standing very erect. He's not hunched over or nothing. He, he's well, that's how, well, hunched over is how he had, right. he had been for the last right. years of his life. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I felt that he had some physical problems now or recently but when he was younger my impression is he was a very upright straightforward strong person not necessarily macho strong but just present yourself as a straight upright person that is also like a personality he, he could be trusted would you call him a trusting person mm -hmm. absolutely There's okay nobody that came or met him that didn't love him right anybody. yeah because like everybody yeah okay now just think, his body language said a lot about him. Does anybody realize that body language, has anybody ever seen anybody watch somebody walk across the room or something? Amazing what you can find out about that person by their body language, how they walk and maybe how they're holding their hands or crossing their arms or whatever. And it just, it just tells a lot. I've talked about people dying before, but I'll bring it up again as long as you talked about your grandpa. Why would your grandpa be here right now? Because you think of a person dying, they would go to heaven, okay? Which they're allowed five days after death to stay here and visit. That's the way it works. They technically have crossed over, but now they're allowed to go back and touch with their loved ones to let them know they're okay. That's the way it works, all right? And, but the people that get stuck on the earth plane, they call them, they have not crossed over, but are stuck here because of fear. I got to get even or something. They come across differently. But see, your grandpa come as a visitor tonight. I can just feel the difference, all right? So grandpa has crossed over, but he is only back to let his loved ones, family members, know that he's okay. I've had a lot of people come to me and that's all they wanted to know about the person. Are they okay? You know, are they in heaven, if you wish to say it that term? And grandpa is definitely in heaven, if you want to say it. But now when they get to heaven, Remember, call it, that's where they go back and review their life. They're not judged. They just sit down with, a, I call it, a committee of loved ones that express what they did accomplish, what they might have cut, didn't quite make, done, or finished up with. And they just review the whole thing and just point out to everything and as a fact, if you want to use that term, not with judgment. So right now, Grandpa's doing awesome. And he was, had a lady come in, her mother passed over. And her mother kept saying, it's not what I thought it was going to be. Because <laughs> a lot of people get something in their head about what they're going to do when they die. But for some people, it's not what they think it's going to be. They have a nice surprise. And that's what grandma, in a sense, or this lady happened, is that her mother passed and it just was completely different than what she thought it was going to be. My, grandma, my dad left the hospital, what was it, Monday night. And they said, well, we're going to change his medicine over because they basically knew Anything like that, and uh, my mom told me 
when I went down to get my seed for Zoom, she said, Matt, this, it was, it was really crazy what happened, because we sat there for three hours after I got there, and he didn't, he didn't move other than just breathe in and out, and she goes, as soon as his breathing became a little bit heavy and labored, like it was, we knew that it was about to happen, and he took two really clean breaths, like more clean than he had taken the whole time that they had been at the hospital. And then I guess he just smiled, like really, really big. Like the only movement that he had shown since they had all gotten mm -hmm. to the hospital. Right. And then he took two more breaths and then he passed away. And they were like, it was the most weirdest thing I ever yeah. saw, that somebody would just smile. Right. Like that. Well, th that's very, believe it or not, very common because they know what's happening. Because remember, as we'll call that state of them being out of it. What they're doing is they're getting visited by the other side. They're coming in to, and getting them prepared for the journey, we'll call it, symbolically. And they're telling them sort of what to expect and things like that. And they're saying, well, when the time comes and you're ready to let go, then we'll be here for you. Remember, the will to live cannot be expressly strong enough. The person sort of defines when they want to die, if that makes sense. They decide almost the minute that they want to leave. And a lot of times they wait for somebody to leave the room or leave or come into the room. Depends on the situation. And when that time happens, they'll say, I'm out of here. Bye. And that's my, my dad's life was, his passing was so beautiful because he'd been out of it. Just like you mentioned now, he, he was breathing very softly. And then he all of a sudden looks, I was getting real sleepy. I was on watch, we call it, because we were vigil. This was around 12 o'clock at night, 1 o'clock in the morning, actually. I was so tired when my wife came out and replaced me. She said, why don't you go to bed? And so I did, and she stayed with my dad. She said, if something happens, I'll come and get you. Well, I left the room for five minutes. I was in bed maybe five minutes, and, and Wanda comes and gets me. And she says, she told me the story later. Well, after I went and left the room, my dad rolls over, looks directly at Wanda, says, well, hi. And like, clear as a bell, he's speaking. Not in gobble words, but as clear as where we're speaking right now. And she said, well, like, she got startled. Oh, yeah, hi, Dad. Like, okay, you know. And he says, well, do you think I can leave now? Wanda says, you can do anything you want to. He nods his head, rolls over, and the death rattle starts immediately. Anybody knows what the death rattle is? Like Grandpa did. He, his was real short. Some of them had that death rattle up to five minutes. And some, just a matter of a few seconds. You never know. But that's what happens. They have prepared themselves, getting them ready to die. And when they're ready, it's like that light switch. They can leave right now. That's how fast he died after speaking so clearly. Imagine that, so clear. And sometimes, like my dad, would, that Saturday afternoon, this was early Sunday morning when he died, but that Saturday afternoon, he was saying out real loud, halogen, and everybody knows what a halogen light is. It's the brightest light there is. Well, he was seeing this light. They were coming for him, and they were the loved ones, and he kept calling his mother and a friend that he had when he was younger, when he was in the Navy. And those were the two people that came for him, people that he was comfortable with. If his dad came, I can guarantee you, my dad would not have been comfortable with his own father because they did not get along. It has to be somebody they feel comfortable with. That's the way it works. You can have anywhere from two to five people usually come, and that's the way it works. So if you want to say, when your time comes, be ready for a little committee to come greet you, and they will sit with you and talk, preparing you for that journey. And... You, I can almost guarantee you, you're going to know who they are and you're going to like who they are. And you will absolutely be cool with them. And that's the way it works. They're not going to send you people you don't like. <laughs> just don't do that. 
That's the way it works. They will send you somebody you're comfortable with and you know that loves you. Absolutely. You've got to feel that secure feeling. Because remember, and even though we are sure we're going to heaven, we want to know, well, what does the road look like ahead? Does that make sense? We want to make sure we see the road. They will take you, what I call, to the gate. And then you actually have to cross over on your own because it's by that faith you have to do it because they cannot make you do it. You do it of your own free will. They will take you to the gate and reassure you all you need to do is step over the gate and you're going to go to heaven. Now, what, actually, Grandpa's done that. Your grandpa's done that. He crossed over and then they said, okay, now you come back and visit for five days with your friends and family and you can comfort them and let them know you're fine. And then at the end of five days, they're now sent back to heaven, if you will, to do their work, get, get themselves prepared for being one of your spirit guides. And how that long that takes depends on their belief system. If their belief systems are so screwed up, it takes a long time. If they're with the program, they can come back in a few months. Usually two months is pretty fast. That's exceptionally fast. And some of them take years. And when I say years, we're talking hundreds of years, depending on their belief system. That's, that's just how it works. Because, you know, has, does anybody know anybody that's stubborn? <laughs> the more stubborn that a person is, the less likely they're going to get adjusted quickly. Okay? Because... What's that open-mindedness is important. That's why we can evolve because we do have an open-mindedness. Does that make sense? And it's no different on the other side. When the open-mindedness is there, then you can equate to a more spiritual opening. And that's why then you become a spirit guide. And trust me, Everybody wants to do that because you get to come back and bug all the living ones you left behind. Oh, shit, yes, you can come there and give them you-know-what for. Absolutely. Usually it's like my brother, when he comes back, he, he's very good at riling me up. He, that's the way he did it when we were kids. I mean, he loved to pick on me to try to get me upset all the time. That's, that's the way he does it. And he comes back, not, not so much anymore, but right after he died, he used to come back, and I knew it was him immediately because I just felt like I was being agitated. Because he wanted to let me know it was him. Oh, yeah, I know who it was immediately because nobody else did that but my brother. So you get the idea. They still have some of the personality traits. Not that they're not angry or upset, but they want to make sure you know who it is. They will absolutely want to make sure that it's me. They love to be recognized. Did you know that? Oh, yes. So if you feel them, if you sense that somebody is around you, doesn't matter acknowledge them, say thank you for coming, thank you for stopping in and checking on me, say their name to you out loud if you want to, they'll know who you're talking about, and don't be surprised what they do. Sometimes they do things like uh, people that say, well, was that my brother that used to do this to me? And I'll say, probably, because that's what you felt it was. If you feel it was that person, that's who it was, that left some information, it could have been left a light on, they could live a material thing that would recognize them as something. Like uh, anybody know that loved, somebody that loved to go, let's say, golfing. They might leave a golf ball somewhere for the person or a golfing tee or something. And they can come out of, out of nowhere. Like you say, well, there's no golf balls in my house. How did the golf ball get here? They can manifest those things. The spirit world can manifest things out of nothing. 
Imaginaire. And also how they appear to you, they can change how they appear to look. Again, another true story. A lady come in and uh, they had a whole bunch of, I call it spirit guides that come in like a committee. And these were about four ladies and a couple men. She's going to go to a wedding here for a big family member next month. And these ladies wanted to tell her, get all dressed up because they love to have all this. You know, they were the ones that got to get dressed up for the party and they would plan their shoes and all that kind of stuff. And they can do that stuff even on the other side. Not that it, they really don't have to go shopping for shoes, but it's the idea to have the fun of preparing and planning for it. And they want them, the living people, to do the same. So that's their way of conveying joy is, hey, we're getting ready for the party. We're going to pick out some good clothes and shoes. Now, why don't you do the same thing? So this is a way they get you involved in having a good time because they're having a good time and they wish to have that passed on to you. Is this making sense to everybody? Because that's how it works. They, they love for you to have fun. They want you to be happy campers, absolutely. And if they can convey it in a humorous way, then they'll do it that way. And they, they do it a lot more than you realize. They do it a lot so that you can have fun. Okay, let's also look at the other side of the being serious. If there's something you need to address, trust me, they're going to send some love guide that was, if your grandma was all business, did anybody have a, a family member that, let's say, could be real stern and direct and to the point? And that's who they're going to send. That's the way it works. They're going to send the one that gets your attention to say, Jim, you better tow the mark. There's no goofing off today. You've got to get to the business. And that's what they're going to send. Oh, yes, that's the way it works, you know, because they wouldn't send my brother for that. Hell no, he's going to goof off all he can. Absolute, that would, my brother would never make me tow the mark. Shit, no, he's going to goof off more than I am. So that, why would they send my brother? See what I'm saying? They're not going to do that. They're going to send, like my grandma would, oh, absolutely, you know, you better get with the program here, buddy, you know. That's the way it works. They're going to send the people, your loved ones, that understand what it is to apply whatever you need to apply at that time. So it gives you an understanding that your personality is not lost in your transition. <laughs> if you're a jokester, you're still a jokester on the other side. If you're Mr. Business, you're still business when you get there. Good. When we were deciding to buy the house, I had a dream of my ex-boss. He had passed, and he was the businessman, just like you're talking about. And it sort of scared me for a minute. It was like, why is he coming to me? But then it was to help me get the paperwork done. Correct. See, that's how it works. If you see in your dream anybody that has passed away, died, they are actually visiting you. That's another way that you know they're with you. So remember, that's why they work with us, to help us. Like you just said, your boss was Mr. Business. And he helped you make sure you got the paperwork right. That's, that's why they come. Make sense? And the ones that are there to, to have fun will show up to make sure you have a good time, too. They will make sure that you have a little fun in your life. Remember, they want you to be happy. They are not here to make your life miserable. Even though if they said, well, they, I've got to tow the mark. Well, maybe there's something that needs to be addressed to get done. That's all. And once it's done, they'll back off and they'll leave you alone. Does that make sense? Once that's accomplished, 
their, their purpose and job is now done. They go off and go off on another journey. <laughs> okay. You can get guides that you don't even know, by the way, people that you would not recognize. Why? Because whatever that assignment is, maybe there's nobody in your family that would be needed to fill that, let's say, responsibility or job or applying something. So they're going to have to call in an expert, let's call them, a person that would understand how to help you through that situation. So you may get a complete stranger come to you. I've had that happen where somebody says, well, I don't know who the hell that is. Well, I said, well, that doesn't mean they're not here to help you because that's why they're here. You don't have to know all these people that come to you or spirits. They're here to help you. Does that make sense? Everybody that comes, unless you call in some ones I wouldn't advise, you can call those in here if you wish, those not good ones if you want to use them. You can call them in. I don't call that a good idea because they will mislead you. They will give you what you think the right information and just to see how screwed up your life can get. So only ask for those of the light to come to you and they have to tell you the truth then. And obviously if the truth is going to be good, that's what it, the truth is going to be good for you. It is the way it works. Okay. Any questions about any of this or, or anything you can talk about? That's, that's very true. So fear is, remember, that's the, the thing that's the opposite of love also, by the way. In love, there is no fear. Thank you for listening to Words of Light with Jim. Come check out All My Relations in Indianapolis or go online to allmyrelationsindy.com, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Words of Light with Jim, spreading light for your spiritual journey.